Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Ink Drinkers. I'm Natalie. And I'm Erica. On today's episode, we will be discussing Cricket Kingdom by Lee Bardugo. As always, this is not a family-friendly podcast, and there will be spoilers. All right, let's jump right in with a summary of Crooked Kingdom for any listeners who haven't read the book or anyone who might need a refresher. Casbrecker and his crew have just pulled off a heist so daring even they didn't think they'd survive. But instead of divvying up a fat reward, they're right back to fighting for their lives. Double-crossed and badly weakened, the crew is low on resources, allies, and hope. As powerful forces from around the world descend on Ketterdam to root out the secrets of the dangerous dr- drug known as Jerda Parim, old rivals and new enemies emerge to challenge Kaz's cunning and, te- and test the team's fragile loyalties. A war will be waged on the city's dark and twisting secrets, a battle for revenge and redemption that will decide the fate of the Grisha world. All right. First impressions, how do we feel? I <clears throat> really liked it. I love and hate how Lee Bardugo has such a talent for stressing me the fuck out. Absolutely. I needed that book to be over. Yep. About 200 pages prior to it ending. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't fucking do it anymore. I just can't. Yeah. And that's how uh, Six of Crows ended as well. That's why mm-hmm. we started this one so quickly. I started it the same day I finished Six of Crows because I yeah, was like, same. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm peaked stressed. I yeah, can't. Same. Man. It was a lot all at once. Yeah. But it was really good. I really... <clears throat> I enjoy the different POVs so much. Yeah. And it was just such a good story. I really like how she wrapped it up. Um, it kind of makes me sad that there's not another one. Yeah. But Because you just grow to love them so much. Like, yeah. you just want to, like, go Con- with them yeah, for con- the rest of their yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, Continue on their adventures with them. Mm-hmm. I, oh my god. There's just so much. There's so much to, like, that happens in this book. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that earlier because I was going through, like, things that I wanted to talk about that happened in the book, and then suddenly I realized that everything that I was thinking about was, like, the second half of the book, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, shit, so much happened in this book. I remember, um, like, it started with them getting a nudge back, Mm -hmm. and by the time it got to the end, I had forgotten that... That even that, happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I remember such a journey. Yeah, because I remember um, at a certain point it was in Kaz's POV, and he talks about how Inej stopped and looked back at Van Eck, and he was like, "Why is she looking at him like that?" And then realized it's because he yes. she told him, "You'll see my face again, but only once." And I was like, "Oh fuck, that did happen." I was like. I forgot that she even got kidnapped in the first place. Yes, I did too. Okay, let's talk about that. So she promised him that he would only see her face once more. Mm -hmm. He technically she upheld that. Yeah, absolutely. Because she made sure to go after him in the dark Mm -hmm. at the very end. And oh my god, that was... No, she wasn't going after him. You're talking about the last chapter? Yeah. That was Pekka. That wasn't Vanek. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's yeah. right. So she did up uphold it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he thought it would be 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He thought it would be to kill him. Mm-hmm. I think they did worse. Yeah, oh, absolutely. To I think, both of them. I think I would rather be dead than deal with what Van Eck... Or Pekka. And Pekka is living and, the rest of his okay. life in absolute terror. He this is, is so beautiful. Scared. So Van Eck is such a fucking shitbag that he tried to have his son killed yep. multiple times. Yep. He shipped his wife off to a loony bin. And, like, the way I perceived it was he did what a lot of men used to do <clears throat> when, like, they didn't want their wives around anymore so he shipped her off claiming right that she wasn't right in the head anymore with no yeah. proof or anything like that so they started giving her medication mm-hmm. that i think had to have made her crazy yeah like absolutely everyone gaslit her so much yeah and then on top of that gave her drugs which no telling what the fuck is in those drugs yeah made her crazy the way they so beautifully not only destroyed Van Eck's life, but his credit, mm-hmm. like his word, yeah. and his mentality, and made everyone else start questioning his mental state. Yeah. Was beautiful. To see him yeah. get the treatment that he condemned his wife to yeah. was such a beautiful circle for me. I was so thrilled to see him realize just how well thought out mm-hmm. their plan was and just how fucking he realized did, in that moment just how so smart well Kaz was by making it to where like it wasn't Kaz against him it was his peers against him like it mm-hmm. was his peers that realized like oh you really did all this shit. And then mm-hmm. Cass was just like, finally. And then it made him seem even more crazy by being yes. like, oh, it's Brecker, it's Brecker, It's Brecker, 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 yeah. yeah. Everyone was like, of course. And it was so, like, fucking obvious. Like, of course he's going to blame the thug from the barrel, right? Exactly. They call They call the people in that circle, the, the merchants, call Kaz the bastard of the barrel. So, yeah. like, obviously, anyone's gonna try to pin him as the scapegoat, exactly. which made Van Eck look even crazier. Yeah, especially so since good. Kaz was there to protect Kuwe at that time, mm-hmm. and so they're, like, he's literally doing, like, the single most useful thing he's probably ever done in his life, according to them. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, oh, this is his fault. Like, no. <laughs> Kaz just... And he really, he really sunk himself when he teamed up with Pekka. That oh, was yeah. really the end. That of it. was the nail in the coffin. Yeah. That was just the beautiful mm-hmm. ribbon to everything that had happened and Kaz's plan. Kaz yeah. just weaved everything together. So be- yeah. all the little lies and all the half truths and all the deceits. He just mm-hmm. weaved it all together. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Such a ma- like such a masterpiece. Yeah. It was so and good. I love how Van Eck was talking about, like, oh, he he kidnapped my wife. He left a note. And they're like, oh, did he sign it? No, but he left a type in. Oh, his? No, no mine. His. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mine. Mm. Mm. Oh, buddy. That's you not know, helping your you case. You know when he did that, like, obviously he's not going to sign his name. Like, it right. was a way of him saying, like, hey, it's me without being like, hey, it's me. Right. But because you Van Eck knew. But he didn't think that that was going to work to his advantage like that yeah. at that time. Oh, my Which gosh. Which really just goes to show, like... 
He's the luckiest little bitch ever. He really, like, so smart and so lucky. Yeah, but, like, starting from the beginning of Six of Crows, where Mm -hmm. they're meeting with, um, who were they meeting with? They were meeting with that other gang, and the sirens came off. Oh, And everybody thought he really, like, killed that dude's, like, wife or girlfriend Uh or whoever. And he was like, oh, no, that was just coincidence. Yeah. (laughs) He just takes every little, yes, he takes every opportunity and just runs with it and makes it work for him. And Mm -hmm. it is so good. Like, when, um, the first, like, big, like, plot twists that weren't actual plot twists, but just that worked out so well was at the end when Wyland got kidnapped. When they drug him out of the bakery, I was like, oh, oh, when he oh, said oh, when no. he said that they told him everything, I literally that's when I had to stop reading because I had to. I go did to too. Bed. I, I like I didn't have a choice. I had to go to sleep, otherwise I would have stayed up literally all night. And I like shut the book and I put it down. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. I was like. That was so the unexpected si- from where yes. I was like, I didn't expect him to cave like that. I don't want him to be their downfall. Mm-hmm. I was like, Wyland deserves better than that. And she wrote it so well, how she was like, in the end, I wasn't Inej, I wasn't Matthias, yes. I wasn't Kaz, and I told them everything. Yes. I was like, no! Oh, I was... No, you did it! Yeah. I was so mad, like... understandable right because he was a very pampered Mm -hmm. wealthy it it would have been understandable but i was so mad at the same time and then when it worked out perfectly i was like yeah of course it did of course it did i was so relieved i literally okay so i couldn't go back to the book for another two days after that happened Mm. and when i tell you i was stressed you're like when i picked it back up i was like i swear to god wyland swear to god i'll kill you myself if they don't if those gangsters don't do the job i'm gonna jump through this book and kill you myself i was like please don't make my love for you go to waste right because i'm gonna be pressed about it oh my gosh a while no joke and so i like started reading and of course when it all happened i was like thank fucking god but they didn't have to rough him up like that. Though. Oh my gosh! They, <laughs> said, but it was his choice. He said, yeah. "I wanted it to be believable." What you really Sir? fucking committed? Yeah, he committed hard. Like, that's a little questionable, my guy. They came after him with brass knuckles and everything. Like, you really you. I don't know about that. that. I don't know about that. Brass knuckles are pretty fucking serious. Yeah. I think I would have mm-hmm. I would have caved pretty quick if someone had brought brass knuckles. Oh my god, oh my it was god. intense. They like broke his nose, mm-hmm. um, like at least a few of his ribs. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It a good, was a lot. That's hella commitment right there. Yeah, and then the second plot twist was when it was Inez's POV. <sighs> Man. Um, when she was talking about how she was late to meet Jesper because, uh, they had to kill Kuwe. I okay, was like, no. okay. oh! wait, wait, wait. whoa, whoa, I was like, no, no, okay, let's back it up, because I need to talk about that entire scene with her and that bitch. That entire pew, okay, when that bitch first popped up, I was like, what the actual fuck is going on here? Dude. I was like, oh, what, no. I was like, I'm. I'm lost. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. This, this person just popped up out of nowhere and bested Inej. Yeah. Throwing. Which does not happen. Throwing 
like um throwing stars throwing stars but they were like in suns yeah right which immediately made me think of alina and i was like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck oh no i was like what the fuck i was like oh no i don't like this at all (laughs) i was like i don't understand and then when they dropped the little tidbit that she might be a contender for the for the Rafkin throne, I was like, oh, fuck no. Oh, I was mad. I was proud. I was like, listen, listen, if I go on to read the other duology that's about Nikolai in this bit, I'm gonna be so mad. So I'm gonna be so mad after everything is. Nikolai's been through. If he has to deal with this fucking bitch, I'm gonna be so pressed. So pressed. Oh my gosh. But then, and then Anej, when she started like doing that thing with the blood, like, she, I don't even know, that scene was just a lot. So, the second time that they meet, they're going through this whole, like, fight scene, and Inej is obviously besting her, mm-hmm. and, like, she makes it, this other girl, I don't even, what's her, it's some weird name. I don't it's know. It's an odd it name. It doesn't matter but, to me but the other, like But the other assassin, we'll yeah. just call her the other assassin, the other assassin is, like, acting for a moment, like, she's gonna be honorable and kind of, like, bow out because she's talking about yeah. humility and all that. And so, Inej had stabbed her in the chest. Yeah. And so, the way the scene w- was written, it made it seem like she took her hand off of her chest where she had a bunch of blood. And then it made it seem like she, like, misted her blood and, like, pushed it towards Inej to blind her. No, no, no. She put her knife up. I mean, I know she put her knife up, so I, but she, she also... She didn't stop holding her side. She put her knife up, and then she used that hand to to throw the powder. Oh. Yeah. See, I didn't realize that she had powder on... I was like, wait, where's this stuff coming from? Because... Because Inej didn't realize that she had powder on her. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, like, in... Earlier in the book, when we had been encountering um, Grisha that had taken the, the uh, Param drug... Mm-hmm. Um, they had been able to do that. Mm, yeah. Some of them had been able to literally, like, take the blood out of your body and, like, you know, yeah. and missed it, basically. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa, is she, like, actually Grisha? Is she, like, taking her... That That's what I thought. I thought she was, like, misting her own blood, but that makes mm. a lot more sense. Yeah. Poor Inej. Can we talk about how... Okay. So I feel bad for people that don't like visually see what's happening in books because mm-hmm. I like I don't see the words on the page. I visually like see it. And I know yeah. that you do too. Can we talk about how fucking hilarious that death was? She literally slow motion arms and little tiny <laughs> like a little bird trying to trying to fly away, just yeah. like <laughs> and then fell off. And then I love okay, I love that Inez just like peeked over just at like, her. And then like, fucking, fucking cayenne pepper in her eyes skittered back across the roof and was like, got a blast. <laughs> Gotta go get just for his gun. She's like, like what? And then she peeked over the edge and like, and can we talk about that for a minute? Okay, so she, the, the other assassin um, is, a, is a white girl yeah. and was wearing all white. Yeah. So she's down there. She fell off the roof to, uh, off of a dome roof, mm-hmm. no less. Not a regular roof, a dome roof. To her death, she's 
And not only that, but it's the way the cathedrals are, it's shaped like a hand, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like a regular rooftop. No, they yeah. were fucking high. Yeah, they were really high up. Um, so Anish peeks over the edge and sees this white girl dressed in all white, just blood and brain surrounding her. Yeah. Just in a puddle of blood with her brain splattered on, yeah. on, this, on this street and just was like, I'm made to, I'm, I'm, god dang it. (laughs) I can't speak. I'm late to meet Jesper. Gotta go. Gotta bolt. And just hurries back inside and and grabs the gun and is like, oh shit, Jesper's not here to meet me. Something must have happened. Like, and just continues on. And she like never, Never in her POVs, never, never in her POVs for the rest of the book doesn't, doesn't mention it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I fucking love Inej. I do, too. That's intense. So, speaking of, like, funny, like, visual things, can we back it up even further to when Inej got into the cathedral to begin with and how she was talking about, like, um, she was going under the pews and, like, rolling Mm -hmm. across the ground Mm -hmm. and stuff like that? Um, so she says that she's, like, like, doing these roles, right? And we know that she's, like, an acrobat. She's very graceful. So mm-hmm. you picture it as, like, like, like when you see gymnasts do, like, a trick on a, on their floor routine yeah. and then go into a role and yeah. it's, like, super pretty and graceful. Like, that's mm-hmm. how you picture it because it's an edge, right? Right. Um, but let's not forget the fact that she was doing that with Jesper's rifle stripe strapped to her back and, like... For people that don't know, rifles are kind of fucking long. She wasn't rolling like a ball. She was rolling like a fucking Rubik's Cube, okay? Yeah. Those were not graceful rolls across the floor. And she managed, okay, and she managed to roll cl- roll across the floor with a rifle strapped to her and not make any noise or damage the gun. Yeah. If she had damaged that gun, technically Jesper would have been I mean, he wouldn't have been fucked because he's Grisha and he can control metal. And we saw him control the bullet. But they were like... Sh- but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if, if she had messed the gun up, that would have been really bad. But yeah. she was able to do all of that and be quiet. Yeah. Guns aren't quiet. Yeah. That's just something else. Yeah. Like... It makes me wonder what, okay, how was she able to stay that quiet? Or how was she, she that quiet? Or were the men in that church just that dumb? Well, when she got Or in, hard of hearing, because most of them were, like, thugs from the barrel, and there's, like, it's loud in the barrel, right? Yeah. There's a, there, the crowds are loud, there's also a lot of shooting, Yeah. random bombs being set off thanks to other people like Wyland. Yeah, I feel like there's um, a lot of different things. I definitely don't feel like she was, like, dead silent. You probably could have heard her if you were listening. Um, But I think it's one of those things, like, yeah, some of them were probably hard of hearing, and they're also... I don't, she got there really early, so there weren't as many people there. But also, I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're not expecting there to be sound, you just don't hear it. Yeah, that's true. And so I think, like, I think no, it was definitely a combination Like, they also didn't hear her shatter the window to get up to the roof. Yeah, exactly. Which, like, it's glass breaking. Yeah. How do you not hear that? Yeah. 
But also, like, the way I see it is there's, like, it's, like, a bunch of different cathedrals in one. Mm, and she yeah. went in the one where, like, nothing was going, she went in one where nothing was going on. And yeah. then went to the roof and went across to, yeah. like, where she was supposed to be. So I don't know how close anybody actually was, like. That's true. To where she would have been at that time. No, she had to be close because she was up on that roof. Because she had to be able to slip in and out. She was up on that roof watching <clears throat> everything happen before the other assassin came. Yeah. And in in her POV, she was talking about how, like, they were up there above everyone and, like, no one had any idea about the the squirmish that was going on yeah, above them. but the roof that she was on then wasn't the roof that she started on. She went across the roofs of the cathedrals. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So that helps. Um, I was gonna talk about another plot twist. And I can't remember. Um, I really want to talk about the library scene. Um, with Jesper and Waylon when they got ambushed at the library. I think it's really funny that they went, like, just blasting into this hallway guns blazing they're shooting at people jesper sees some girl that he knows oh yeah this yeah, girl yeah. takes the time to be like you said you were gonna take me to breakfast and as he's like running up the stairs he like looks back and is like if i survive i'll buy you waffles and then why fucking love wyland wyland goes you don't have any money and what? jesper's response as they're shooting people inside <laughs> a library was shh this is a library <laughs> dude what he is such the perfect comedic relief. Oh I absolutely God, I love him. Love so him. He's so fantastic. He really said, be quiet, we're in a library. Dude, you're shooting in a library. What do you mean? People are trying to kill you. Yeah. Like, I don't think you need to worry about that. <laughs> Just say you're salty because you're broke as fuck. It's fine. Right? You don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't have any money. You don't have any money. Could you imagine making that kind of, like... Just having a conversation in a shootout, I couldn't even, like... And it makes it... I don't know why, but for me, it makes it funnier that his dad was there and yeah. definitely heard all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His <laughs> poor dad. Oh, my God. His dad is such... His dad is a gem. Okay. His none of them ab- deserve Absolute his dad. treasure. Oh, my God. He's I love treasure. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so, towards the, like... M- end of the middle of the book when him and Kaz get into that fight and his dad pops his head up and calls Jesper by his full name and says you better get down here by the time I count to (laughs) ten and the way not only Jesper turned out but Kaz Kaz too Kaz was like oh Kaz yeah Kaz hasn't had a dad Kaz hasn't (laughs) (laughs) Kaz hasn't had a dad in a fucking decade and, and he he's said, still like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> they both not only stopped, but stepped back from each other as well, like, trying to hide that they were just absolutely beating the shit out of each other. Like, what? It wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an unnecessarily oh funny scene. His I loved dad, it so much. His dad really dropped the bass in his voice, and both those dudes said, okay, you right, though. <laughs> I loved it so much. He said, you better get down here. (laughs) He said, by the time I count to ten. But then he left. (laughs) He never started 
started counting. <laughs> he's just, he's like, I'm going to embarrass you, but I'm not going to embarrass you too bad because you is a whole ass thug. <laughs> he really popped his head in to be like, would you shut the fuck up and act right? And then went to sit back down. <laughs> he really said, you know what? I'm tired of your fucking bullshit. I've had enough for today. I've been through too damn much oh my God. to see you get beat up by a dude with a cane. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That was oh. such a great scene. And I love how, like, and like I love how Nina starts giggling and making fun of him. And so he turns around and tells Matthias that Nina lets someone else touch her butt. Yeah. <laughs> And Nina immediately stops laughing, and she's like, I'm going to turn your teeth inside out. <laughs> Can you even do that? We'll find out. <laughs> he was like, that's impossible. And she was like, I just raised the dead. We'll find out what's really impossible. Yeah. Also, that was somebody, intense, was too. It? Oh, and Nej made fun of his middle name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, she yeah, was, she was like, she was okay. Like, and he goes, shut up. And <laughs> just kept going. Oh, my God. That was really interesting, too, Inez's, or not Inez, uh, Nina's whole, ch how much her power changed. Yeah. And how, that was just so, I mean, it makes sense, because, like, someone in the book pointed out the uh, type of Grisha that she is is um, called, like, the Order of the Living and Dead. Yeah. But they are usually about the living. Yeah. But it really changed to... It seems to me like it's the order of the living and dead because they can take life yeah, away can, as well as mm -hmm. give it. Right. Um, but I... There's never been anybody that gave it like that. Yeah. Um, so as far as we know, she's the first, which is... To be able to control dead people <clears throat> and... Yeah. When they... Oh my gosh, when they were talking about everything that happened and, um, about how, like, she was controlling, like, bones of dead people and then she raised the dead people, um, that were going out to the... To the barge. Yeah, to the barge. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they were talking about the first incident where she choked that guy to death on a cloud of what they thought was dust. Yeah. And then they realized that it probably wasn't normal dust but the dust of someone's dead bones yeah that's like extra disrespectful that's so disrespectful choke to death on the dust of old bones oh my god that's a lot man that's embarrassing that's, that's fucking embarrassing that's oh no <laughs> i would i would like somebody to use my dusty bones like that right yeah please Please choke someone to death on my, on my... Please. Dust to dust. <laughs> dust to dust. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, listen. If I died being choked to death on the dust of old bones, I would... I would like to die all over again, right? Like, I would, like, die and be wherever, and then I would just kill myself. Yeah. Just, like... Like, for redemption. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad uh, and embarrassing of a death that is. Like, I would die and then kill myself again just to have a... 
more wholesome death. <laughs> like, like to choke to death on bone dust just feels petty. Like, I don't know why, but it just feels petty. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel and like- I kind of feel like Nina is a, like a like kind of a queen of petty. Oh yeah. Like I, and I love it. And not in like a bad way. She's not like she gets it from Zoya. I was about to say <laughs> she's not as bad as Zoya. Not even close. Like I actually like Nina. Yeah. I don't I appreciate Zoya's usefulness and her knowledge, but I don't like Zoya like as a person usually. I liked her at the end of the trilogy. Yeah. I did. It just depends but, on like her mood because right. nothing that she says is ever really technically wrong. Like even when she's being kind of a piece of shit to Nina, mm-hmm. she's not really wrong. Um, she's just like, she's just like. Sometimes she's just a bitch just to be a bitch. Yeah, exactly. She's yeah. just fucking snarky and for yeah. no reason a lot of the times. But I really do like how we had that like coming together of the of these timelines. Yeah, how we had. The trilogy and then we have this duology and then they kind of came together and we got to see uh Ginya and Zoya yeah and oh my, God, I was so oh my gosh when they brought everyone like together when Nina got reunited with Ginya and we we realized that Nikolai was there I was like ah was I love so it high. and I love Ka- Kaz mm. through and through I love him so much he picked him apart and was like Mm-hmm. You speak, you speak, uh, Kirch way too well, and you speak it like wealthy Kirch. He was like, yeah. "I'm not making deals with anyone unless I know exactly who they are." Yeah, I love that whole moment. First of all, I'm so glad that they met to begin with. Yes, because that's like we talked about that. I think yes. the last time about yes. how they would get along so well, and they did. Yes, um, yeah, and I there really, was respect. There was a yeah. lot of respect there both ways, yeah. and I really loved to see it. I don't think they it. necessarily get along. I think they just have that mutual respect for mm-hmm. each other. I think they just got along because the situation called for it, because mm-hmm. I feel like outside of that, like, they would have that respect for each other, but they wouldn't necessarily like each other. But I love that that Kaz, you know, like, like picked him out immediately. Mm-hmm. I love when Nikolai is like, "How did you know?" And it's like, "Dude, because y'all are the fucking same." Okay, yeah, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Okay, mm-hmm. he saw you. He picked you out immediately and was like, "No, I call bullshit." Yes, no, thank you. I like. There's yeah. no way. Like Kaz saw himself. Like I think that they see yeah. themselves in each other, and that just like exactly is why everything worked out so well. Yeah, with that whole group, because I really expected there to be. Not expect. I didn't expect there to be more drama between the two groups, but I wouldn't have been surprised because it was yeah. just a really intense situation all the way around. Yeah. Um, especially when it came to the auction. I think all of that. I think all of um, Nikolai, Zoya, and Genya can see themselves in mm-hmm. the crows. <coughs> Excuse me, because everything that they were doing was risky as shit obviously mm-hmm. but they were all looking out for each other and that's what their group did and exactly. the shadow and bone trilogy that's exactly they took the risks that they needed to take to stay mm-hmm. alive and so i think they were like it's not they were older enough to be like what you're doing is stupid but then they were also like also we did the same shit yeah so exactly you have to do what you have to do when it comes to war exactly. and that's yeah they did the same shit 
you do what you have to do to survive, and that's yeah. what the three of them did in the civil in uh, Ravka's civil war that we yeah. saw in the trilogy, and that's what that's what the crows are doing in this duology, and yeah, that's exactly. like when you see someone. I think when you see someone else in like <clears throat> the depths of their shit, just doing what they have to do to survive, and you've also been there. There's just you can't do anything else but like respect that. Yeah, absolutely. I also like the little exchange between Nikolai and Jesper, where Jesper was like, do you really have a flying ship? And he goes, no. And Jesper's like, oh. And he goes, I have several. <laughs> and Jesper's, take, take me, me with you. you. Yes. <laughs> Jesper, take hesitation. me with you. Yeah. Take me with you. I also love the moment where um, Genya is tailoring Wyland back to being Wyland. Oh, and this was so sweet. <clears throat> it was sweet. I love how Jesper is like, uh, his eyebrows are a little bit, like, more pinched, but just a little bit. And Wyland mm-hmm. said... And his oh, eyelashes are yeah, longer. Well, and Wylan said, I thought you weren't paying attention. And he just said, I told you I like your stupid face. That was so sweet. Was I cute. loved that. It's little things like that that make books so, so good. Yeah. Um, sweet moments like that. And then, eat, like, the rough moments, too, where um, Kaz is, like, reliving his trauma with his brother and everything. Mm, that yeah. really just... All of those details and the flashbacks and the, it just, man, she just does such a good job of writing it and making it all flow so well and fit together and just paint a beautiful picture yeah. in a story, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and she's very, like, visual, too. Like, the detail mm-hmm. is so good. The way that Kaz always describes Jordy's skin, mm-hmm. it, like... It really oh. is so creepy, but it's so accurate, too, of, mm-hmm. like, what you would expect that to be like. So, yeah. every time that there's, like, those little details when he's having those flashbacks, it really just makes it, like, you really can just feel the trauma that's there. Yeah. Yeah, to, you can feel that mm. pain that that he's going through. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I really appreciated that. Um, I also... Um, Speaking of details, at the very end, when Kaz takes over the dregs completely, um, and there's that one girl who brought him a, a letter, yeah, and he talks about how she batted her her yellow eyelashes at him, and he yeah. just like looked, looked at, at the, the door. door to tell her yeah. to get out. Just a man, so, like something so like in reality, small, yeah. as saying her yellow eyelashes just, but, but for me, that picture just automatically pops up in my head, and I can picture mm-hmm. that scene perfectly. Yeah. And it's so, I just, I love it. That's so cool. I lo- I can also picture that scene, like, perfectly with Freddie Carter as Kaz. Mm, yeah. And, like, ugh. And that's just so cool, like, for me, knowing who... Like, seeing the six of crows, um, well, I've seen the five of crows. Wyland wasn't introduced in the shadow and shadow and bone. Um, but, like, seeing them, seeing those actors play those characters. So, that's who, like, I saw in my head the whole books. And that was yeah. just so cool for me. And, like, I can't wait to see it in real life. Yeah. Like, on the screen, obviously. It's going to be exciting for sure. Yeah. I really like... First of all, I was pissed that the dregs tried to turn on Kaz at all to begin with, but I love how he, like, staged 
the coop against her yes. household and was just like, no, this is actually my gang. You can leave this house now. Oh, man, because that was he rough. Really left that was he, a rough scene. Yeah, and... Perasco didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Like, he, it's not like he could go to Pega. Pega doesn't give a fuck about him. Yeah. No. So he was, like, fucked. There was nothing mm-hmm. else left for him. And he really just said, you have, what was it, two minutes, ten minutes, something like that? He was like, get out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> he really, Kaz really just undid everyone's life. Mm-hmm. He just... He, he said, I'm coming for everyone's throats. Nobody is safe. And yeah. And nobody was. And he and he did. He ruined uh, Haskell. And yep. he took over the drugs. He took over the slat. Mm-hmm. Um, he took over the Crow Club again. Yeah. And bought up some other things as well. So that he brought... He bought... Um, something next to the Crow Club so that they could expand, expand. expand yeah. it. And then he destroyed Van Eck, gave... Wyland all of his money back. Mm-hmm. Got Which, Wyland's mom out of the loony bin so that How he, long he was planning on giving Wyland that money back was ridiculous. And he, he was thinks working on that for a long and time. And he thinks he's a monster. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But he literally and he what's so funny to me is he literally told Wyland. Yeah. He was like, You realize we're stealing your own money. Yeah. And Wyland just like Blew it off at the time. Yeah, blew it off at the time. It's like, this is my dad's money. My dad wrote me out of the will as soon as Alice, uh... Conceived. uh, Conceived, yeah. Yeah. That was just... Oh, man. So he... So he... Okay, destroyed Van Eck thoroughly to the point where he's gonna be in a loony bin. He's not ever gonna... He's not ever... Or jail. He's either gonna, you know... It's gonna be one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Won't ever have his fortune back. Yep. And ran uh, Pekka out of town. Out of town. Thoroughly. Yeah. Made him so, like, scared. Yeah. Shaken in his boots. Yeah. All all because one weakness. He sussed, just like, he sussed out. So quickly. Pekka's one weakness in, like, three sentences. Yeah. That was all it took. Three fucking sentences for you to give away the one thing that could completely ruin your life. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. And then and here comes the nudge. Yes, like, that's what I was um, going to say because Kaz knew. Kaz was planning on him being back eventually and was mm-hmm. just like fine with that because he knew by the time he came back it would be too late for him. Mm-hmm. But and then, then Inej came in and, and was like, the oh, job. yeah, but by the way, fuck you. Yeah. And really just like, he's never coming back now. Here's the first. There's no recovering from that. Wait, she said, here's the first cut. I knew, ex- well, I thought one of two things. I thought either <clears throat> his heart or I kind of, I thought for a minute that she might like uh, carve out um, the crow, crow club into his chest. Oh, my I God. I was like... How creative that would that be? Like, I love that instead, though, she just did it, like, above his heart. And mm-hmm. then he was like, she's going to cut my heart out. Like, mm-hmm. You're yep, really when he put out, I was scared. When he put it together, yes. Yeah. And then when he, um, and then when he was like, get everyone up, pack everything, grab all the cash. We're going as far away as we can. Yeah. It's like, just the absolute, like, Imagine, Panic, imagine like. thinking, okay, so, and what I really love is that we got to see Pekka's background in this last chapter from mm-hmm. his POV, so we know that he came up from nothing, and he made it to being, um, the, the 
the barrel the king of the barrel the king of the barrel yeah. by fighting yeah which is exactly how Kaz came up right but imagine being such a badass that you fight your way literally fight your way fist fighting your way to the top yeah and then you run away like a little fucking bitch all because cast threw a dirty stuffed lion at you like that's all it took a dirty stuffed lion and a cut yeah that's all it that's all to be fair though Kaz was right he could only kill his son one time yeah for sure for Rollins sure. killed his son a million times on his way to that grave yeah that oh, yeah. he wasn't at oh yeah a hundred percent so that was definitely like the right choice to make it was the right trick a hundred percent i love that and Inez was so absolute. scared she was like don't don't be this person blah, blah blah and then like after they left she was like did like is he gonna make it in time and he was like what do you mean i've never even seen that kid <laughs> and the fact god bless the fact that Kaz had never seen pekka's son yeah before ever yeah and he just he just He's the king of going off of straight vibes, because that's really all he yeah. did. He was just like, I think this just is Just fucking vibing it out. Yeah. And, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... Man. He doesn't believe in the gods, but Inej knows that somebody's on his side. Oh, yeah. I don't know who the fuck it is, but... Oh, yeah. Some god is on his side and wants to see Damn. him succeed, because no one else could pull something off like that. Yeah. I love that in the final chapter as well, Rollins realizes, like, that it's his own fault. He was like, I tore apart the barrel and put it back together Mm -hmm. on my own whims, and these kids survived that, and now they are my downfall. And he was like, I feel bad for anybody that hasn't realized that yet. Yeah. Like, he's so scared to the point where he was like, oh, man, anybody that doesn't, like, realize how terrifying these kids are are fucked. Yeah. And I really appreciated that he realized that if Kaz could remember him, that anyone else he fucked over could remember him, too, Mm -hmm. and could come for him. And he's right. And, like, I'm glad that he realized that and that put the fear in him that he deserved to feel. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that he couldn't remember Jordy's name. Like, of course he couldn't remember Jordy's name. Like, of course. Like, that was obvious. Kaz gave him so many hints by having um, uh, Jesper's dad pose with his own last name like Mm -hmm. the hints Mm -hmm. were everywhere and you can't you really don't remember yeah and that that was such a risk on Kaz's part yeah but played out so well man the fact that just like that one thing could uh just unravel everything yeah and it didn't and that also can we talk about the fact that so he put his he so three things one right one, he has an R, Kaz has an R tattooed on him. Yeah. Two, he had Jesper's dad use his last name. Yeah. Three, he accidentally called Jesper Jordy. Jordy, yeah. And Inej oh, never put God. the R and the R together. Yeah. Which is surprising from Inej, but can we talk about that moment where he called Jesper Jordy oh for my a God, second? My heart cracked. Yeah, same. And I love how Jesper was just like, who's Jordy? And he just, like, didn't say anything. But for him to make that slip up just goes to show how much he cares about all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he wouldn't have called somebody that he didn't care about his brother's name ever. Yeah. No matter what kind of stress he was under. Like, Mm -hmm. he's been under way worse stress than what he was under at that time. Yeah. And 
Yeah, he didn't. He and didn't then, hesitate. He just he just said it. Yeah, and then later he tells Inej to tell Jesper that Jesper's missed. And yeah, just like, that's so sweet. He really does love Jesper. Yeah, he loves Jesper, a and lot I hate more that like Jesper doesn't know on. that. Yeah, because Kaz really does care about him. Like I think everyone knows how much Kaz cares about Inej. But I don't, they don't really realize how, and I don't think Kaz even really realizes how much he cares about everyone else. Yeah, probably not. But I mean, like, like he knows him he cares about and Jesper are, like, Those the are original OGs, three yeah. of the crows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. It's just special. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about Jesper kissing Wyland and it wasn't Wyland? Yo, oh I God. screamed. I I screamed okay, wait, when they were kissing and he was like, this isn't right. There's no fireworks. Like, what's going on? Am I doing it wrong? Is it me? Has it been too long? And then he looks up and Wyland is, is just looking is behind at him. him. And then I, I screamed. I was like, oh my God, But Okay, no. but how long did it take you to realize that it wasn't Wyland? Was it until that part? Because I knew no. from the beginning. See, I didn't know from the beginning, um, but when, okay, so we should probably back this up. This was when Wyland still looked exactly like Kuwe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like Kuwe. Yeah. Um, so I realized, like, right before they kissed, because he, because Kuwe hadn't said anything. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's a giveaway. And yes. the, the fact that Kuwe didn't say anything yeah. the whole time and because just let Kuwe it. had a thing for him. When Wyland called him out and was like, Let's see turtles if- are mostly doodles of you and they're all bad. <laughs> he was so mad. And then Jesper was like, he doodles me? Yeah. And Wyland was like, are you fucking kidding me? He was, <laughs> like, was like, come I'm on. Here. I'm done. I'm done. And then at the end, when Kuwe was like, you should come to Ravkin. We can learn how to use our powers together. And Wyland was and like, Wyland let's said, see if you can swim. Yeah, Wyland said, or I can push you off and see if you can swim. When he did that, I was like, Wyland, oh my god. And then like, But later, also Kuwe. Oh my god. Where did you get the balls, my man? For real. It's because he was leaving. That's yeah, why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I had like we had never seen Wyland like be that like jealous before. Mm. I was like, oh my like god, like aggressive. Yeah, he was like, bitch. And then later, and then later they were talking, and Jasper was talking about like staying with him. He was like, but I charged a steep price. And Wyland said, oh my well, I god, I hope the medic comes to look at my ribs soon. Jasper said, oh yeah, and he goes, yeah, because I want to make a down payment. I was yelling. I was like, oh, my God. Same. I was like, <laughs> again, I was like, Wyland. <laughs> my man. And you like, turned up the heat. Yeah. And it's like everything for him to say that because he was so red in the face. And he immediately so red. You know, this child was sweating. Oh, my you know, God. He left the room. I was like, <laughs> he was like, got to go take Aaron. a cold shower. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Poor little Ginger. <laughs> but I love him so much. I do, too. I do, too. Oh He's God. so cute. Absolutely love he it. Sta- he stayed baby. He oh, yeah. Baby. He stayed He's baby so the precious. whole time. It was awesome. I loved it. Um. So I, thanks to social media, knew before reading these books that Matthias wasn't going to make it. Oh, you knew it was Matthias? But I forgot. Completely and utterly fucking forgot. Like, I'm talking, like, 
My brain put it in the trash can and the trash took itself out. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, no. I'm, and so that okay. happened and I was like, huh? So I knew that somebody huh? was going to die because I have heard people being like, oh, I ball during this book. It's so sad. All mm-hmm. this other stuff. Um, but I, I didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready or prepared, I wasn't prepared for any of them to die. Like, it didn't matter who it was. I was going to be It makes sense. I feel like it's, it makes sense, right? Like, I feel like someone only has to die. Yeah. I feel like it makes sense for it to be him because he was the last one to join the group. Mm-hmm. But I just want to read. also grown the most at that point, in he my opinion. He really did. Like, he had done so much When growth. everything was over and they were doing, like, the last, like, two chapters, that's mm-hmm. when everybody else started to show, like, their growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I think he did the most growing up till that point. I agree. There was so much character growth. Yeah. And I really... Uh, I just want to read... Like, honest, I get it, right? I get why, like, characters have to die in books. But at the same time, like, it doesn't... Like, why? Does it really... Yeah. Does it really add that much? Yeah. I just... I want... For once, I want to read a series where all of my characters stay yeah because at that point i understand in situations where it really like adds to the book or it like changes direction of the book or something like that like i can really understand that we saw that a couple times in uh the throne of glass series Mm -hmm. i can understand that but there were so many like plot twists and turns and stressful moments throughout this duology that I was like he didn't need to it didn't add anything to the book yeah for me at least yeah just feeling really one feeling pissed off I was pissed that they went through all of that that he did so much growing that they just faced so much together and then this little fucking shithead yeah from Fierda takes him down are you fucking kidding me yeah one that he was trying to help too, like he. This I little think that's what fucking I was most boy. Upset about is because he deserved. If he was going to die, he deserved a better death than. What yeah, he did. absolutely. So it made me mad that he died in the way that he did, and then my heart broke for Nina. Yeah. Nina didn't deserve that. After yeah. all, Nina has been through. Like none of them deserved it because it hurt all of them, right? Yeah. And like, like Wyland said, and Jesper thought we were supposed to make it. Yeah. We were all supposed to make it. Like this wasn't supposed to happen, which I know is like naive as jesper called it but i mean like it would have been so nice for them all to make it and to know that they had like they're happily ever after that nina got to go back to ravka and that her and matthias got to be together and they got to you know save the world you know that's yeah whatever it was they were playing exactly and now nina's all sad and that I don't like that Nina's sad. Yeah. It hurt. I don't like it. Because she's really, like... I love her. Her and Jesper are, like, the life of the party. Like, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are... Like, they're, they're all the- my favorite. Like, they're all my favorite. Honestly, like, I love all of them. I love all of the six... Uh, I love all of them. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, Nina was... I think Nina holds a special place for me because she never let anything kill her light. Yeah. You know, even going through massive uh, drug withdrawal. Yeah. She never, never let it take her spark. 
Yeah. And that's so special. Yeah. And and it's so hard, too, because, like, like I said, it didn't matter which one of them died. It would have been tragic like it was. Right. But it's because all of them add such different things to the group. Mm-hmm. They're so valuable in such different ways that... Yeah. It's not like one of the... It's not... Like, none of them are expendable. They're yeah. just not. There, yeah, there's, there's no, not like... There's not another one of any of them. Yeah, there's no weak chain yeah, to exactly. break. Yeah, exactly. It was very sad. It was really sad. I didn't like it. I, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Um, but I do like that he, like, took that moment and was like, well, I'm gonna die anyway, so fuck it, and just kiss her in front of everybody. I love that they got to he kiss. he does not do. I love that they got to kiss again. Yeah. That was I that I was appreciated good. that part, at least. And I appreciated how she was, like, even though it made it even more sad, I appreciate how she was like, what are you doing? He was like, did I do it wrong? She goes, no, no, you did great. But just, like, why? <laughs> it was such a, like, cute moment at such a... Such a sad time. Rough time, yeah, yeah for sure. That must have been so hard for the rest of them, too, to just be chilling on the boat until nightfall with mm -hmm. their dead friend. Yeah. God, that sucks. And the whole situation, too, because they, uh, Nina and Matthias and Wylan were the last of the group to meet. And so Mm -hmm. everyone was so excited they had all made it. They had champagne chilling, and they yeah. came running out of the house to greet their friends. And yeah, and Matthias is dead, and it's like, oh fuck. Yeah, that was rough. It was a rough moment. Really I didn't rough. like it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Um, everything that came after it was nice, though. Yeah, it was all um, it was all tied up so nice. Yeah, I yeah, I like that. Um, they all got their money. Mm-hmm. Number one. That I was like important. That Jesper told Cass to put it in his dad's name and said, I don't yes. think I'm ready for it yet. I loved mm-hmm. to see that character growth from yes. Jesper. That's so, that's such a hard thing to do mm-hmm. um, when you have a gambling addiction. Yeah. Um, but I really, really loved that he decided to be responsible with it. And I like that um, at the end, Wylan was letting him um, play take, the market. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that he was trying to, like, channel it into into something that could be, like, positive. Yeah. That was really, that was nice. And like they were saying, too, like, the stakes weren't as high with him playing the market as they were gambling. Right. But also, like, since he has been in the barrel for so long and he does, n- like, it almost makes him, like, the perfect person to play mm-hmm. the market. Because he I kind agree. of already knows, like, what he's looking for and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which isn't something that you would expect, right? Like, you expect, like the merchants and stuff to be, like, those people, and I don't really think that people realize how much, like, the barrel thugs know about the markets and stuff as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think he'll end up doing good playing the markets. I think so, too. I feel like it'll be an adjustment, like, because it's, it's still gambling. Right. But it's different. It's in a different way, so Mm -hmm. I think he'll have to, like, get used to it, but I think he'll end up being good at it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also really like how Jesper's dad was so, um, like, supportive and sweet about him and Wylan. Yeah. That was so cute. I loved how it just, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a deal. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't anything. He was just like, I know that my son is a lot and he'll 
probably be, you know, 10 times, 10 different ways of trouble, but I think you're really good for him. Yeah. That was, that so, was so sweet. I really liked that. I appreciated that so much that he, like, picked up on it because they don't make it obvious. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, in front of his dad, Jesper was really, like, he kept it pretty low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I really like that. I just, his dad is so sweet. Yeah. Such a sweetheart. I love that he wasn't, he was disappointed in Jesper, but he wasn't, like, yelling or ragging on him or, like, being shitty. He was just... Because he saw. He was, like, he has enough going on right now. Yeah, he was just, I just really loved his character. Jesper needed that so much. Yeah. Needed a loving father who was going to be there and support him and encourage him and forgive him and just like be like, tell you know just tell Wyland I know that he's a lot but yeah. I I like you and I think that I think that you could be good for my son that yeah. was just so cute I really like that overall like he just didn't add extra unnecessary yes. stress to Jesper's life mm-hmm. which I think is why he didn't say anything like I think yeah. Jesper was some random dude with just, like, a gambling addiction, he probably would have made it a deal, but he literally came, and as soon as he laid eyes on Jesper, people were shooting at him almost, Mm -hmm. and so he was like, this seems really stressful, I'm gonna just observe for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that he did that. I like that he addressed Wyland, that he said, you know, like, I think you're good for him, and didn't say shit to Jesper. Mm Mm-hmm. He just left it. Yeah. Because he knew that, like, that would make... Jasper feel awkward in, like, a way that wasn't necessary, so he was just, like, hey, thanks for, like, being there for my son, and then as far as Jasper went, he was just, like, all right, cool, I'm gonna head out, like, yeah, and that was um, just that. Speaking of his dad, when they, when they were talking about Jasper's past and his mom and everything, and his dad was telling him that he would like for him to come back home and meet his mother's people. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the girl that mm-hmm. she healed, that uh, that his mom healed before she died, and about how that girl was really powerful. Yeah. That piqued my interest. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Who is she? Because yeah. there's not a lot of powerful Grisha that we don't know about. Yeah. So I was like... Who is this powerful Grisha woman that she healed? She was still there, or if he just knew that she was supposedly really powerful. Yeah. And then I I didn't do it. I still need to, but I wanted to go back and see, like, what that girl looked like. Because in my head, for some reason, I thought she had red hair. Did it say? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. Were you. Who were you thinking then? I was thinking Genya. You were thinking Genya? I was thinking Alina. It was around the time of the... It should have been around the time of the Civil War. Yeah, but... But I but, but I don't know, like... In, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Alina was never there. Yeah, the one... Well, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, that's true. It, at the end of the trilogy, it does say that they stay on the farm for the rest of the time. So I guess she probably wouldn't have left the... Um, Ravka, or wherever... Yeah, they were still in Ravka. They were just in the country, right? Yeah. I think. But it was the little girl that she healed, so Alina wouldn't have been a yeah. little girl then. Oh, that's true. That's true. So it couldn't have been her. Yeah. But Jesper was still young, too, and if you, like, 
I don't know the exact timeline, but I'm thinking it's like two it's like two to five years like difference. So if like Between the girl and Jesper? Or between what the it, time of this the Ravkin Civil War to where they're at now. So if Jesper was young, that would mean because there's not that it's big two of an years. age gap. It's okay, two yeah. years from the Shadow and Bone trilogy, which is the Ravka War, um, to until uh, the Six of Crow duology. Yeah. So yeah. like Soya and all of them, they're not that much older Mm-mm. than that. Yeah, because um, Ravka, because they talk in this book about how Ravka is still like recovering. in turmoil and yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So so in my head, it was Genya if it had red hair. If that girl had red hair. Um, like I said, I don't remember. I need to go back and see. Yeah, I don't think that that would have matched up, though, because they are all, like, Ginya, Zoya, they're all in their early 20s now. Early to, like, mid-20s, most likely. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Because Kaz and the rest of them are, like, 16, 17, and that was the same age that they were... Well, we don't know trilogy. for sure. We know for sure We're... about Alina. Yeah, 17. Yeah. yeah. We know that and she Alina was in was the 17. same classes and stuff with the rest of them. Because it was like a school situation. Zoya was around the same age as well. Yeah, but Genya, we don't... We're not... Like, Genya's probably around the same age, but we don't know because she wasn't in their classes because she had been gifted to the king and queen. So Genya could have been like... I thought she was supposed to be, though. Maybe, Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I'm interested. Yeah, either way, I wanted to know who that powerful Grisha was. Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, do we want to talk about the very end with Kaz and Anish? Oh my gosh. They held hands. That was so... Oh my gosh. That's another reason why I want there to be more, is because he made progress. He took his gloves off... It was so sweet. It was so I sweet. I loved to see it. I loved to see the character growth. Yeah. Oh, it was just such a cute he exchange. Her a boat. Oh my god. Oh my and god. found her parents. He found her parents. He bought her the boat and the um the dock where it was at. Yep. yep. That's the one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And found so that her parents. Would always be open mm-hmm. for her. Yeah, no matter oh where god. she was, no matter how long she he was gone, she would always. the wraith. Oh of my gosh. He did. Yeah. And I love that he did. He did that. He found her parents so quickly, like mm-hmm. that was part of his deal with Nikolai was to find yeah. her parents. Yep. And he did because he knew that either way. She would want them to know what happened to her, mm-hmm. whether she made it or not. Yeah, and he knew, like, yeah, exactly, and that she would have wanted to, even in death, be reunited with her parents and yeah. be buried, or whatever their, um, whatever her culture's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tradition is. Yeah. Right? Because they're, um, they're nomads, they're always moving around, so they might yeah. not do, like, normal burials, but whatever their culture's, uh, yeah. tradition is in death, he knew that that's what she would have wanted. I also love how stressed he was. Like, we didn't see oh my, it yeah. because it wasn't his POV, but, like, but you could we still know tell. Yeah. So when he, when, when she was like, will you come meet them? He goes, wait, is, is my, my tie straight? That was so cute. And it was so, like, out of character for Cass. It was like, such, what? like, a, it was 
such a teenage boy moment. Yes, absolutely. Right? It's, and that was it's one so of the nice. very few moments where you're like, oh, yeah, he's really young. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so That was cute. really nice. I really liked that. That is my tie straight. That was cute. First of all, they probably don't even care that you're wearing a tie. Right? At all, anyways. <laughs> No you joke. probably look like a pretentious piece of shit to them, so yeah. let's just get that out of the way. You look like a thug. Yeah, absolutely. Which isn't be... a bad thing, because the guy still has style. Yeah, like... like, you might be dressed in a suit, but you still look like... What did I say? Did I say suit? Mm-hmm. Dressed in a suit? Yeah. Okay. I think... I heard suit. Okay. <laughs> what did you hear? I said it, but then in my head I heard it as stute. No. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, he might be dressed in a suit, but you can definitely still tell that Yeah. He's he's not um He's not on the straight and narrow. No. <laughs> no. He doesn't look that he doesn't look it even a bit, and I abs- but I, like I, I that love he it. I started dressing love- like that to make fun of the merchers. Yeah, like I- for sure. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and they do such a good job of um, like keeping that same like energy and look in the show. It's just so perfect. Yeah, I've seen so a bunch perfect. of clips from the show. Right, so, okay, so now time. that we've read the trilogy and read the duology, are you gonna watch the yes. show? No, not <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't yes. wait. I have to. I, I can't wait. I've the watched day, it I was like, twice. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, should I just go ahead and start it now? Oh my gosh. I can't wait for you to watch it and tell me what you think. I hope that you love the casting as much as I do because I just think they did such a good job. I really like, because um, I've seen like little clips of it mm-hmm. and stuff like on TikTok and stuff like that. I like um, who they did for the Darkling. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I like Freddie Carter as Kaz. Yeah. I've seen, I haven't seen, like, clips from the show or anything, but I've, I've seen um, who they cast for Inej, mm-hmm. and I feel like that looks good. But, I mean, I haven't watched the show, so obviously I don't know how like, yeah. they all play their characters and stuff like that. But I feel like the the look is there. The look is yeah, there. The look, yeah, the looks, I feel like, are all really good. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I'm excited to watch it. I can't wait to talk about it. I really just, I hope that they do something, like, for each of them individually. Because, let me tell you, if I don't get that scene of that bitch falling off that roof and slow Oh my gosh, same. That's, no. (sighs) I really, really hope that they do a six, I hope they give Six of Crows their own show. Because they deserve it. Like, this, this duology deserves its own show. Not just to be... Um, intertwined with Shadow and Bone. And like I said, I said last week, I don't know how they would be able to stick to the duology and keep intertwining. Yeah. I don't see that going well at all. Yeah. Um, but anyways. I feel really bad for people who aren't, um, as visual as us because if Mm -hmm. they don't, if they stick to the duology, um, but then don't include that part the way it was described in the book, people are never gonna realize how hilarious that <laughs> scene is. Oh my gosh! And I yeah, I just feel like that's a missed opportunity. Which is, I like, I feel like people are gonna hear like me say that and be like, "That's morbid, like a funny death scene." But let's just be honest; it was funny. It, yeah, <laughs> it was definitely funny. It was a quality death scene. Oh my goodness! 
All right. It was a quality series. I'm, it was. I'm so happy that we finally got to read this series. Oh, my series. gosh. I am, too. I, I was too. looking forward to it for so long. It I know you were. It, was, it did not disappoint. It did not There's disappoint. There's no disappointment at all. I was so all. worried that it was going to be overhyped. It's not. Yeah. The hype is That's right always <laughs> a worry because, right, because it was really hyped up on Book Talk. Yeah. Which is where we get a lot of our book suggestions from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always... And Book Talk has... I'm not going to lie to you. Book Talk's been letting me down lately. Book Talk has some... some yeah, it... Book talk can very much make you question what other people um, consider quality. Yeah. Um, but this one, it was not overhyped at no. all, and it did not disappoint. I just, Lee Bardugo is such a quality writer, and I oh, can't yeah. wait to I mean, see I what else she does. From her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I think we already talked about how we're going to do the other duology um with Nikolai that's post-Civil uh, War. Yeah. We don't know when yet, but I think think yeah. we planned on it and then um ninth house as well ninth house we about doing. Yeah, yeah which i've already started to read that a little bit and it's good quality it's totally different from this um from the grisha verse but yeah still so good yeah so that's exciting i'm excited and i'm excited to see where she goes in her career because she's Same. still fairly mm-hmm. new in in her career yeah um, so i'm excited to see what else she does in the future as well so am i all right. I think that about wraps it up. Do you have any yeah. final thoughts? I don't think so. Okay. I think we covered a lot. All righty then. If I can. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening to and supporting us. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch. And you'll find all the links to our social media as well as links to all the listening platforms you can find us on at msha.ke forward slash ink drinkers. Thanks for listening and we'll be back in two weeks with our next episode. We're talking about, what are we talking about? I forgot. <laughs> I think we're going into, I think it's a deadly education. I think you're right. I think that's what we're talking about Yes, next. Yes, because we have to start um, spooky season. Yeah. Yes. So we're doing, um, like, thriller-type books for the month of October. hmm Yeah, so I think A Deadly Education starts that. That'll be really exciting. Yeah. All right. Thank you. 